1: Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. John, this time next week, when we, or I should say early in the week, I would imagine once we're done with the 49ers game, kind of looking back, you and I will probably try to construct a 53-man roster in our next episode because The cutdowns are all going to start happening over the weekend. So let's start to look sort of in that direction and let's rapid fire a few of these. I've got a few position battles or at least, you know, guys struggling to make the roster jotted down here in front of you. And I want to get your thoughts on each of these. So we'll do a little we'll do a little either or, John. So let's let's do this quarterback. Jeff Driscoll versus. Everyone else trying to make the 53-man roster right now with that back with the with the last spot or two on the roster. Is this a team that is a three-quarterback team right now? Especially given the fact that Driscoll's looked good in the first two preseason games.
0: The comeback kid. What if he leads them to a victory over the 49ers? The comeback kid. Engineers three victories and then goes on the practice squad.
1: <laughs> okay, so that's a no for him making the fifty-three man roster. Hey, John, what about fullback with this team? We we didn't mention that Andy Janovich, who they signed as a free agent during the off season, Man, I was kind of conceding that he was going to make the team and be the fullback. We know that Lovey Smith. We know that Lovey Smith has been very upfront about one their desire to run the football and two the presence of a fullback on this team being an indicator of how much they want to run the football. So my next, I say either, or it's really three choices. It's uh, Paul Questenberry, Questenberry, the fullback, I like to call him, uh, Troy Hairston, the converted linebacker who is a rookie free agent and all the fullbacks that might get waived from around the league. One, does this team have a fullback when they, have uh, when they put together the roster for week one and two is that roster in their training camp right now, or is it somebody that's on another team?
0: First of all, I don't know. And I don't care. It's a fullback. We're hardly ever going to see the guy, but I'd like it to be Paul Quisenberry. He went, he's David Quisenberry's brother. It was always, uh, I will always have a soft spot for the Quisenberries after David beat cancer. But he also went to Navy and was in the military. It'd be a great story. So I hope for his background, Paul Quisenberry is their fullback.
1: This Troy Hairston, though, John, is turning a lot of heads. Seth and I were talking about the fullback position on the show this morning. And I get it. You're right. It's not the sexiest position. I wouldn't even be bringing it up if Lovey hadn't thrown in our faces two or three times during the offseason how proud they were to have a fullback on the team. But the head coach is saying it, so I got to touch on it. But this Troy Hairston kid. Seth and I are talking about it this morning. We got a text from John Harris, whose opinion I greatly respect, and he's a huge Troy Hairston guy, a kid who was a linebacker at Central Michigan who they're trying to turn into a fullback. Apparently, he is a, he's a headbanger, man, this, this uh, number 34. He would be the next great number 34 in Houston sports, John. They would say Campbell, Ryan, Alajuan, Hairston. Harrison might make an
0: undrafted free agent, but my soft spot is for Paul Quisenberry, but it won't surprise me at all if it's not Harrison, 5'11", 245. And if they get in a jam, he could play linebacker.
1: He could. He could. And, he, and, and I'm sure he's, they got him running down on special teams and doing some things also. All right, so the next one, John, as we're kind of going through the back end of the roster here, wide receiver, I think Brandon Cooks, Nico Collins are locks. I think Chris Conley is pretty close to a lock to make the team. Philip Dorsett did some really nice things in the last game. I think he makes the team. If they, if they take five wide, wide, uh, five wide receivers, I'm going to give you an either or. Chris Moore or somebody from the pool of everybody else that's a wide receiver still left on the roster to make this team.
0: I'll say Chris Moore. They can put anybody else on the practice squad. Fact is, if you bring in a wide receiver, you claim on waivers, he's going to be so far behind. So it's almost better to have somebody on the practice squad you can elevate because no good receivers are going to be available unless they're head cases. And there's a lot of head cases at wide receiver, but I'm going with the five veterans, and maybe they put Johnson or Weddington on the practice squad.
1: Wouldn't it be fun if they brought in a head case, though, John, this team's not this team needs a for, for, the, for those of us in the media. We need a little sizzle like that. I mean, I, I need me a good head case in training. Camp. Antonio Brown's available. <laughs> it's available. That's true. That's true. And I'm trying to think Nick was in the building when they signed Antonio Brown up in New England, was he not? He was, and they cut him so fast his head was spinning. Yeah, but maybe Nick didn't want to cut him. Maybe Nick wanted to give him a chance, and Belichick said, nope, we're not giving this guy a chance. I like it when
0: there's no head cases and no controversy.
1: Oh, come on, John. Come on. All right. So um, I'm with you. I think Chris Moore, I've got Chris Moore making the team as of right now, but I, I'll say this, the, the practice squad, uh, there's going to be some interesting bodies on that practice squad based on some of the things we've seen in the preseason games. Jalen camp's done some good things and Johnny Johnson, the third. Um, all right. Next one. I got two more for you, John. We've not talked about, I can't believe we haven't talked about Ross Blacklock yet in this podcast. Blacklock is not going to play in Thursday night's game against the 49ers. That was made clear by Lovey Smith. When he's been on the field, he's not played well. Um, I practiced earlier this week. He was sitting there in a bucket hat with an ice pack on his groin. Maybe he just got a vasectomy. I don't know. That's why he had an ice pack there. But I'm guessing it's a groin injury. Um, I think if we look at this defensive line unit, let's assume that Lovey's taking 10 guys on the 53-man roster. I think that the battle for the last spot on that defensive line is going to come down to Ross Blacklock, Michael Dwumfour, number ninety-eight, and then of course number sixty-nine, our guy Big Heiney, Kurt Heinisch. So, John, in that three-way battle, who goes?
0: Well, I think Thomas Booker and and, uh, and Big Heiney, Kurt Heinisch, will be on the team. I don't mm-hmm. think Four, I think Blacklock's gone. They may put him on IR the and then reach an injury settlement. Maybe if he's not hurt, it's too bad he couldn't play in this game. And then maybe they could get a low pick. Getting a former second-round pick for a low pick would be pretty good. And then maybe they'll keep him on IR for a while and then – and then see if what he's like when he's activated, if he's activated, but I do not see Black Light making this team. You yeah,
1: well if he goes on IR and it's still the preseason, then you're done for the year. You can't put a guy on IR in the preseason. Right. He's got to be on
0: the roster.
1: Yep. So so I, I, I'm with you. I don't think he makes it. Um I could see Nick Casario calling around to see if maybe you know some team thinks that they can find whatever it is that had the Texans. Picking Ross Blacklock with the 40th overall pick, maybe a change of scenery, does some good. We've seen that happen before, you know, where guys, teams are getting ready to cut guys, and then another team's getting ready to cut some guy, and they look and they go, okay, well, maybe there's a need here. When T.J. Yates, uh, the Texans are ready to cut him, and they end up trading him for Akeem Dent a few years back because both teams had a had a need. Uh, uh, in 2019, more recently, the Texans were get ready to cut Martinez Rankin, and the Chiefs are ready to cut Carlos Hyde. Hell, the Texans got a thousand yard rusher uh, out of of that deal. Um, So maybe they try to swing some sort of trade, but I'm with you. I don't think Blacklock makes this team. And, John, that would close the book on the worst trade in the history of this franchise. It would be all done.
0: David Johnson's gone, long gone. I don't even know if he's in the league. And then I think Blacklock will get another chance from a team that will use him in a different front, different kind of four-man front, letting him shoot the gaps instead of taking on double teams like Roy Lopez. I think he'll go somewhere else, and hopefully for him he'll thrive because – Blacklock's a really good guy. He was highly rated. He was rated as a second-rounder, and they took him as a second-rounder. We all thought it was a good pick, but it just hasn't panned out.
1: Not at all. Not even close. One of the worst picks in franchise history. All right, John, last one, and uh, I'm going to preface this by saying I know you're biased about this, but I'm looking at cornerback, and if this team keeps five or six cornerbacks, I think the battle for the last spot could come down to number 20, Isaac Adam. Uh number twenty two, Fabian Moreau, who has a fumble recovery here in the preseason. And then your guy, Graylin Arnold, who was one of the stars of the win over the Rams in a three way battle there. Who comes away with the uh, who comes away with the the brass ring and the roster spot?
0: Now we've we seen Adam or Moreau do anything. No. And we've seen Arnold do something, yes. Graylin Arnold's going to be on this team. If he's not, they'll put him on the practice squad, and those other guys can be on the practice squad too. But i thought you were with Arnold.
1: I thought you were going to say, if he's not, I'm marching into Lovey Smith's office and telling him all the reasons why he should be on the team. That's what I thought you were going to say. Lovey's
0: a smart guy, so is Nick Casario. They know talent when they see it. There's no need to try to go into their office, and if you did, you'd probably get shot. Okay.
1: <laughs> All right. So that's not, not like was- the old
0: days when we could walk in a coach or GM's office, sit down, and talk to them, and they show us tape and you watch tape of players and they talk about them. No more. Okay. I'm saying, that's terrible to see. You get shot. You get tased. Okay.
1: Yeah. No. I was gonna say, like the whole thing about getting shot. I'm like, man, I, I I've heard some things about those Oilers teams back in the day. I, I feel like there might have been a firearm or two in one of those offices if you went and marched into it back in the day. Um, So there you go. So we've got our uh, we've got our position battles laid out for you, the uh, Utopia football podcast listener. We've got you all armed and ready to go with things to watch, including the new Amazon broadcast. I'm actually John. We won't really get a chance to kind of see how that all lays out because we're going to be up in the press box for that game. Um, But I I am I I suppose we could stream it on our computers while the game's playing out right in front of us. But that should be uh, that should be a lot of fun uh fitzy's gonna be on there richard sherman's gonna be on there i think i saw andrew whitworth
0: will not be on there he he won't never should have been picked to be on there that guy's had so many problems off the field in his career i was stunned when they put him on there
1: i'm john i'm stunned he he had he had a job at fox for a little bit like that yes the Akeem talib love that goes around i'm like go read his wiki page like this doesn't seem like a great dude But he does seem like one of those guys where, at least until he starts um, fights at uh, youth football games that end with somebody getting murdered, for the last few years it does seem like for that particular player, like winning has been a huge deodorant for him, him being on some Super Bowl teams. Keep to lead.
0: Yeah, but you can't get rid of that stink when you're – I remember there was one thing where he he was running down the street shooting at somebody, and he got off of that too. Yeah, yeah, it was
1: wild.